Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone. Uh, happy Monday. It is, once again, not a victory Monday. Uh, it is game week right now. So just like the Titans, all of you got to flush what happened yesterday. So hopefully, you know, you, you watch the film on the plane and, uh, you know, then you just came home and started to get ready for San Francisco. We will do this, though. We were on pretty late yesterday evening. We were taking your phone calls on uh, the Lee Company Titans Talkback Program, Blaine Bishop and Kevin Dyson and myself. And we took, I don't know how many of your phone calls. Mm. We'll take them today. You want to keep talking your way through the game, through what happened? Um, 615-737-1045, Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline is is wide open, as it always is on this program. We love hearing from you. We know you're processing your uh, your game grief from yesterday. I think more of you are just mad than anything. I think there's a lot of anger. <laughs> I, I mean, well, the, people are well, mad. The, well, people are upset because, you know, the Titans, uh, you know, kind of set them up for these expectations, and then all of a sudden, you know, kind of uh, peed down their leg a little bit. Oh, yes, they did. Uh, with, with some fumbles and drops and everything else. So in a game where, you know, you definitely were the better team, a uh, good example of how the better team doesn't win when you turn the football over. Uh, defense dominated. Uh, I mean, man, I hadn't seen a dominated game like that in a long time from the Titans. And, uh, man, just some, I mean, just imagine just one of the turnovers back, and that's why I always go back to the fumble snap because that, that's not supposed to happen in the National Football League. And I know Tannehill talked about it a little bit that they haven't had that happen since he's been here. It's a terrible time. Yeah, and again, yeah, that, that that there was the one. You know, the other ones, you know, maybe you could have said first, you could have high and tight. You know, hey, what a heck of a play. Quisenberry got pushed back on the screen. Uh, you know, did they tip and intercept it? Uh, McMath trying to make a great effort, staying alive, trying to, you know, get a first down. Uh, so... I have a little bit sympathy for the effort plays of those turnovers, but the the fumble snap is unacceptable, unacceptable from some veteran guys like that. Uh, so that that's the one I can't I can't live with. But uh, they're supposed to win that game. I mean, I would put the Steelers' offense, if not the worst offense in the National Football League, in the top three. I, I, yeah, it just they're not very good. Offensively, they can't run the football. Uh, they have to rely on Big Ben, who's not the Big Ben of old. Uh, they have some talented skill guys, yeah, running back, receivers, but the offensive line no so good. Yeah, they they dominated them. So that's that. We good teams don't lose that game, regardless of the turnovers. Mm-hmm. And, you know it. it the first time we lost to the Jets, I'm trying to think of, you know, bad record teams. It's like, ah, they slipped that one away. They didn't do well in the red zone. Mm-hmm. Then who was the other team? Texans. Oh, Texans. Got to win that game. And then we come back and then lose to a team like this. They were the better team. So, yeah, that's good teams don't – you you have one bad game that you can say, ah, we should have won that regardless of the records. Can't have three when you, you know you were the better team. Not three. That's not not a. They better come back, Roy. And I expect them to, but I'm real concerned with the offensive line. I've said this two weeks in a row. That that's where I'm concerned with because you can run the football, but you can't then pull away from people when you run the football. They're always going to be in the game, and so they're going to be one one score away from being right back in the game. 
And your defense isn't going to always be lights out like that. You know, it's just <laughs> so, man, I, you know what I wish? Last year's offense with this year's defense, we win Super Bowl. <laughs> 31 year, points a game. Yeah. yeah and well, this defense. Yeah. How many, how much they average in that? Like 22, 24? <sighs> it doesn't seem, yeah. Not, not more than 25 points. No, it's, it's down to, I actually saw that this morning, the Titans point average. They're around 24. Yeah, 23-24. Yeah, so, yeah, this chemistry, injuries, new coordinator, didn't like some of the calls. And when I say I don't like it, I don't like the timing of some of the calls. Why did Tanner, I'm looking at the stats right here. You know, after I thought about it, I tried to watch the game again. It was so frustrating, I stopped it. I had to stop watching. Why is Tannehill throwing the ball 32 times when you rush for 201 yards? That's what I'm talking about. Keep running the freaking football. They couldn't stop you. You were getting six yards a clip, five yards a clip. Boom. Keep going. So, it's you know, man. Uh, so that was frustrating. The Julio Jones situation is frustrating that he can't stay healthy. Uh, so now you got to look at it as he's really not going to be a part of this and maybe to, if it, at all, maybe playoffs. I I, it's people don't understand the chemistry you have to have with your quarterback and receiver. You can't just line up out there. This is not high school and just throw the ball. That, right. that, that, no, oh, you you're better than him. No. So uh, yeah, so the, you know, some the Julio stuff is all right. Let, let's move forward with the guys we got, uh, which is uh, you know a whole bunch of journeymen, you know, workmen like guys uh, who you can get by a game or two with. But then to think that they're going to be the number one guys, nah, it's not going to work. Got to give uh, Westbrook Aquina and everybody else a lot of A for effort, but just, you know, it's just not quite, you know, the type of talent you need there to be successful as a one or a two. So there's a lot of frustration going around, I'm, I'm sure. But, uh, man, this this one hurts. It stings. I'm starting to think, and everybody knows how scared I am of the Colts. At least I've been saying it here on air. The Colts got an outside shot of winning this outright. You you cannot think this the Titans just going to roll through the 49ers, uh, the Dolphins, and the Texans. Uh, well, the Texans, I would say so. But they lost to them already. So you can't, yep. can't just say that. It's the last game I think they're going to be packed their bags and already out the door. But but yep. that's another one where go out and score touchdowns and make them start the bus. Yeah. Don't keep them hanging around. Yeah, you got you to gotta show them. And so basically, yeah, the Jaguars' offense is pretty bad, just like the, the Steelers, so I would put them there. That's so why when I said they should have beat them by more than just 20-0, well, they should have. And they should have, and they didn't. And they showed up with turnovers that you can overcome. You can, the, the team is not good enough without all their weapons to overcome, though, so – you know, and and I'm not I'm not a I just think uh, you know I saw some Downey, you know Todd Downing stats uh, from 2017 when he was the OC uh, of the Raiders. It was out there by Titans <laughs> talking, and man, it was very similar. And I think that's where they said he ran Marshawn Lynch into the ground with the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Look, the stats look very very similar. Mm. You got problems protecting Tannehill. 
Ooh. It's been well documented. There was a play yesterday where Lucas and I were watching the game here in the studio, and it was third and whatever, and I said, just he's going to get sacked at this point. Why not just run a draw play or something so he doesn't get hit? And we walked, then we looked up and watched the play, and he took three steps and just got buried, Tannehill again, instead of just instead of running some type of – it's okay to punt sometimes. Like, it's okay just to punt and not lose more yardage. Sometimes it's okay to just run a draw or something and let Tannehill not take a shot. And I don't – And you can get away with that on the road, too, yeah. by the way. You know, they would boo it here if you're here right. at home. Uh, but you're trying to preserve, uh, you know, the lead and everything else. So I, I completely agree with that. You know, it, it's funny. I'm, I'm glad you talked about it because it brings about – sometimes I feel like Tannehill could throw it in the dirt, but it's the com- competitive nature in him that we can get it done. Mm-hmm. So then it looks like he's forcing things, things to happen. And then some things he just can't control. I mean, even if they're in a – I'm going to go call it two tight ends, two receivers, and a one back. I know it's 12 personnel, but – some people don't know that that's 12 personnel. seems like they're always in that. They still were not doing a great job protecting. No. Yeah. And so then you don't even have that many guys in the route. So you're not getting good protection out of it, and you're not even getting a lot of guys out on the route. So, you know, not unless you have a talented group of receivers, which they don't at this time, you know, hope, you know, two number ones or one A and one B, you know, and a lead tight end. So people get to see now – what chemistry means on offense, Corey Davis, John U. Smith, and who A.J. Brown, new coordinator. And so when things get tough, when things get tough, then all that has to come together. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of you know, moving parts and uh, the offensive line is not playing up to snuff. Yeah, we did. We, yeah, I, I could say, you know, I think LeJuan gave up one sack. I think that's the only time I really saw him on a bad snap. I don't think he may have gave up a pressure, but that was yeah, it. No, I don't it was think more Quisenberry on the other side. I, yeah. Did he give up two sacks? Yeah, Quiz struggled. A, a handful of pressure. Yeah. Oh my! And the, uh, who was the the uh, Brewer? Oh, he got bulldozed on the first Brewer. play. Brewer got brewed. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So the offensive line. So yeah, man. Hey, but running the football. Oh, they they. They were getting five six with uh my man Foreman. For for the people who are saying, why don't you just run something similar to what the Patriots did when they won a game against Buffalo on a windy night and just say, okay, then we're just going to run it till you stop us. Yeah. It that that's been said on this radio station. It was said last night. It's been said on social media. I, I think it does make you wonder if you're running it for five yards a clip. Do you at some point just just say, okay, let let's just run it till they stop us. Yeah, but they kept sticking a screen pass in there, sticking something else in there. We was trying to show variety, but that's when I kept on saying, "Why? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> just keep doing it till they stop it." Right. They 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 didn't look like they were making any adjustments. No. Yeah. Well, we're gonna just keep hammering you then. It was amazing how many first down plays the Titans ran for four, five, six, seven, eight, nine yards. It seemed like almost every first down play they had a, a, a fairly. A fairly efficient run play. They did. So it's not like they were in. The only time they put themselves in a bad way was when they had a penalty. Penalty, yep. Mm-hmm. Other than that, they were staying ahead of the chains. Now, they had seven penalties. Uh, but. Yeah. yeah, and I don't. I, the, the, it just. Are we doing a lot more? Are we doing any play action pass? It doesn't seem like we don't, we're doing it as much as we did last year. I had to go back and look at those stats on that. 
Yeah, I, I, it, it does. It does not seem like there's near as much play action now. Some would say, well, without Derrick Henry, what's play? You know, what are they going to do? But they're still running the ball. They're still running the ball. They're having some success. Not Derrick Henry level success, but. They're still having success running the ball. Well, they're not getting the home run hit from Derrick Henry, but the right. running game is still successful. Same thing I said in the Patriots game. They were, had two 100-yard rushers. Doesn't matter. You didn't win. Did they want you to rush? Once they got up, they were like, okay, keep on rushing the ball. None of these guys are home run hitters. And then they, you know, Hilliard kept them in the game with a nice little home run run there. And that was, that was it. This was, it seemed like almost a carbon copy of the Patriots game. Where you ran the ball well, you made a bunch of mistakes. Well, they uh, there was at times that they couldn't move the ball versus the Pats, but in this game they were moving the ball. Almost, I felt like pretty much the entire game they could move the ball. They were they. I don't man, how many times did they go three and out? I man, I'm sure they did one or two times, but man, they they were moving the ball. Uh, besides uh, when they uh, probably uh, maybe. That one turnover, maybe I don't know, but man. Titans went three and out on their first possession. I, I honestly, I don't. And I don't, they started with a pass on that possession too. By the way, that, that was play. when Tannehill got hammered. When Brewer got knocked all the way back. When when Julio was open, that that was they schemed that. That was a touchdown. They just couldn't protect for the required what two point eight seconds or whatever to get the throw. So uh, Tannehill got sacked. Uh, Foreman ran for six yards, and they threw a six yard pass to McNichols, and they punted. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they had another three and out. Yeah, yeah. I would have just when the running game is working like that, and you, you're leading the game, just keep running, play boring football, just keep hammering them. All right, phones have started ringing. We'll go to the phones when we get back. Also, it's time to do our ding dong of the week. We do it every time, uh, every Monday at this time, right here on Blaine and Mickey, courtesy of our friends at Mark Spain Real Estate. We'll be right back. The holiday, I guess it is the holiday edition of Ding Dong of the Week next on Blaine and Mickey. Blaine and Mickey, 104.5 The Zone, Hitman in his Christmas mood here. (laughs) (laughs) Got on his red uh, Santa sweatshirt today. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, it's in the spirits. Is that Ball State red? Uh, no, it says uh, champion out there. Okay, all right. So I, w- I would say I'm the champion of uh, Ball State Red. Chirp, <laughs> <laughs> chirp. No, it's in the spirit, man. You got to be jolly, you know, even though it's uh, a loss here going on here. It's hard. It's hard, man. It's hard because, you know, the you know actually analyzing, because I feel like that's what I do best, analyzing the game, but also the fan in me, being a former Titan, that I want him to win every game and I want to be right on the air. So I'm just like a fan to a certain extent uh, uh, in cheering for him and getting frustrated with what they do. Uh, I always try to, to hold back, you know, because, you know, don't forget what it was like just being in the locker room after a devastating loss. And it may cool. be the best recipe right now is that they do play on Thursday. Uh, and as long as they go out there and perform well. And they got to get to know an opponent that they don't play very often. So this typically is the time when Vrabel and staff yep. do a really good job of preparing the guys. And, and when I say that, I mean, it's like they know San Fran, like they play them all the time. Uh, so I'm interested to see if they rebound from this because it's going to be a tough task. They have a really good defense, guys get after the quarterback. 
with their front four, and uh, they have some good players. Samuel, we all know, and Garoppolo is very capable. So as much as I want to talk about this game, I'm really perturbed about it, and then I'm just thinking just like a former player, I can't wait to get back on that field on Thursday. Yeah. Yeah, Thursday night in prime time. So let's play uh, good in front of uh, a national audience because I think now people are starting to – uh, national media people are kind of looking past the Titans again. And that, oh, yeah. It, it, it's, it's already happening. So sometimes it's kind of good to be under the radar and then all of a sudden play well right when you need it. And that's these last, you know, handful of games or so or three or four games. All right. Uh, ding dong of the week. You hear the theme song in the background, courtesy of uh, Dr. Dre. You go to MarkSpain.com, get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. Or as we like to say, don't be a ding dong. Use Mark Spain. <laughs> Our buddy Eric is always, I don't know how this guy does it. He's always the first guy to call after the Titans game, win or lose. And then he's always the first guy online for ding dong of the week. Um, we'll start with Eric on the Mark Spain Real Estate Hotline. Eric, she got for a ding dong this week. Hey guys, first of all, I want to wish you guys a Merry Christmas and hope everybody out there has a very, very Merry Christmas. Thank you, sir. Hey, hey guys, right quick, before I get to my ding dong, Blaine, I agree with you about running the ball. I give you two prime examples. Remember a couple of weeks ago against uh against the Buffalo Bills, what did the Patriots do? They had over forty rushes for two twenty six. Mm-hmm. Matt Jones only threw three passes and they won. Three and passes. I remember the playoff game for the Titans a few years ago against Baltimore Ravens, the number one seed. I yep. think Tannehill only threw 12 passes. What do we do? We dominated them. So if it works, until they stop it, keep doing it. So that's what we should have done yesterday. Guys, I hate to do this, but my ding-dong has to go to Ryan Tannehill. Why? Uh-oh. I remember a few weeks ago when Taylor Lewan said after the four-interception game against the Texans, this is my guy, I'm going to ride or die with him. I was with him until yesterday's game and that fumble, and here's why. When he fumbled the ball, what did he do? He didn't immediately dive in. He didn't really try. He just basically hesitated. And I heard couple of people saying that's a game. Well, he just made a business decision. I said, what are you kidding? Are you kidding me? We win and lose as a team. You win and lose as a team. If he throws a pick, I expect you to make a tackle on that play. I've seen kickers and punters make tackles on guys that were going to run for touchdowns after plays. You can't say on the one hand, well, we win a team and lose as a team, but then say something like, well, quarterback, you can't get him hurt or you can't get kickers or punters hurt. They could get, go out to get hurt getting tackled on the kick or throwing a pass or pick or just whatever. You cannot do that. Uh, you can't, like, do what Cam Newton does. you got to – you play to win the games. I guarantee you Mike Tomlin nor Bill Belichick, if they see a quarterback or punt a kick or do something like that, they're going to yank him out of the game. They're not saying, well, a quarterback make a decision. <laughs> you're going to make the play. If you fumble the ball, you're going to fight your tail off to recover the ball or stop a guy when he's making a pick or make a tackle. Because I guarantee you, Tomlin, no Belichick is going to be happy with something like that happen. You, you tell me if I'm wrong. Guys, take care. <laughs> rack, rack Eric's ding-dong. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a very well thought out. There's a lot give, going on give there. Give him just piano music, soothing piano music. <laughs> man, with, with we, we, you know, Lucas is still learning the board, man. It's all kind of crap in there now. So I'm like, man, woo, better you than me, man. Uh, AF on Twitter after AF. five. After five. <laughs> oh, says after five. Ding dong of the week, as every week, is the replay officials. And I'm not talking about that play that ended the game. I'm speaking in general. Oh. He's still, he, there's several posts from after five about Reverie the replay. is a tough job, but man, it, it has been so glaring. I still don't understand. These last two the, years, it just, uh, man, it's been some games I go, man. I mean, certain calls, it's like, remember I always talk about you can't lose contain? Well, certain calls you just can't miss. Right. 
I mean, like, it's right there in front of you. I mean, <laughs> the unnecessary roughness call yesterday against Fulton when he hit Fryermuth when he just tackled him. Oh. I, I still don't. I still don't understand what happened. People were tweeting me last night. I have no idea. A friend called me and said, can you explain that to me? I said, I have no, I have no idea. I have no explanation. Maybe yeah. Lucas does. Yeah, I, he did, I no, didn't even hit him in the head or anything, did he? He just tackled him. He just tackled him. And I think Big Jeff? No. No, no. They no, hit Fulton. on Friar Muth by Fulton. Fulton, where then he got finished yeah, that by. One was, that one was questionable. I, I, what did he do? He didn't do anything. They, they felt bad that uh, the, the tight end got hurt. That's what happened. It felt reactionary yeah. to the injury. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, it wasn't, you know, the Simmons I can kind of get. I, I get he hit him below the knees. They're yeah, always going to call that Whether you get blocked. Right. Yeah, they, they, they're yeah, just going to call gonna that. I mean, yeah. Especially you talk about Big Ben. I mean, it's just going to happen now. My Danny here, they might not have called that one. <laughs> so you just never uh, You know. hit him low or you boop him on the helmet, and they're going to call it every time. If it's, yeah. if it's above the shoulders or below the knees. Yeah. Right. Even the boop on the helmet gets called now. Yep. They're not sure if he kind of got blocked, but the extra effort that Simmons was given, yeah, it kind of makes threw it look him more, into, right. Yeah, he was just so going as hard was, as he it could. Was, it was a you know catch twenty two. He's so gotten I, punished I, for that a couple times this year. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not so over the wits of that. But the phone was a legit clean hit. He just uh, whacked him, and then Cunningham finished that. Yeah, well, Ooh. Cunningham's the one that get him knocked out because he hit his head on the ground. Yeah, he cleaned that deal up. So they, man. Sheesh. Let's get uh, Bill in Lebanon has a ding-dong to share. Ding-dong. What's going on, Lebanon? Bill? <laughs> Lebanon. Yes, sir. How you doing? Yeah, we're What's doing great, Bill. Good, man. I think y'all should just rename the award the Herb, you know, from <laughs> Herb Meyer. Name it after him. That's a good idea, man. The Herb. The Herb the of herb. the week or whatever you want to say. But uh, mine is Dan Orlovsky, Dan Orlovsky, or however you say his last name. On yeah, what did he say? He's a nice guy. Come on, Bill. What, what did what did Dan say? say? I, yeah, I like this is the guy. I remember that ran out of the back of the end zone. When yes, he the Lions. He didn't know where he was at. Okay, so uh, yeah, saying that because so he's on he's on the TV saying uh, okay. By the way, did I not just watch the Saints beat Tampa Bay nine to nothing? Uh huh. So the Saints have a pretty good defense. Yep. He's on there just bad mouthing my cowboys about how their <laughs> offense isn't good enough and all this stuff and they're not a good enough team and you know, all they did was score twenty seven on the Saints in New Orleans. <laughs> They've had three road games in a row. Win, win, win. Like division games are always different. You know, you never know what the score is gonna be. He's my ding dong week. Shut up, Dan. <laughs> oh, yeah, I just slamming Dan Orlovsky. Yeah, uh, Dan Orlovsky's the Urban Meyer winner of the week right right now so far. Uh, it, it, should we make it like Mark Spain and Urban Meyer both sponsored the Ding Dong of the Week? Or <laughs> well, we can add it to the sponsor. You but do the double like the Urban Meyer Ding Dong of the Week brought to you by uh, Mark Spain Real Estate. Maybe, yeah, maybe I think that's, that's fair. Uh, Urban could have made it again this week with his interview with uh, Ian Rappaport. Or he basically said, he's one of my Ding Dongs this week. What, what did he say? He basically said he got fired because the world is soft now. That you just can't. Oh, I saw that. I just ignored that because he just, he just, <laughs> he just said that. I mean, what the heck are you talking about, man? I mean, well, that you better adapt to the soft world then. <laughs> just, I'm sorry. <laughs> People were interpreting it as him saying, I can't even be a giant. Well, it rhymes with bass roll anymore. I can't even be that anymore because people are so soft. You know, I can't. 
I can't be this horrible person now because people are soft. So he's saying he can't be a tough son of a gun because, uh, you know, people are soft or, or whiny and oh my. He, he you kicked your me. kicker, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, you bat- adapt to the new world. You, you <laughs> got to adapt yeah. or die. Yep. Greatest example, Saban. He hated spread offense. Now they run it better than anybody. And you've talked about this just from watching and knowing football. You told me a long time ago, people are looking at how the offense is adapted. See, look at the people he recruits on defense now. He used to want the biggest, baddest dude. He's changed what he, everything he does. The yeah. whole thing has changed. Yeah. Yeah, and he's at the first. He's first and foremost up at the front of that. Yes. So that in that's LA, he hey, my quarterback's gonna make my quarterback's gonna make a million dollars this mm. year. Speaking of Nick Saban, the last time uh, my man Tom Brady was shut out was against the Dolphins, and Nick Saban was the, <laughs> was the coach. <laughs> yeah. yeah, is that right, Lucas? Yeah. yeah. So, Two thousand six. Yeah. That, Two thousand six. Yeah. Yeah. So even with the great Tom Brady, his receivers got hurt, kind of somewhat similar to Tannehill. Uh, Godwin and Evans went out, no A.B., uh, for lying about his, his test. <laughs> and guess what? He will not get kicked off the team because they need they him need now. They need him. Oh, yeah, no, no, no doubt about back. that. Uh, and Gronk uh, was the only now. really huge weapon in the passing game. Uh, the other guys are serviceable, but that, it's, he's kind of somewhat in the same situation. And he put up no points. Yeah. So, you know, it can affect the quarterback a lot. Uh, so, you know, I'm – Kind of, you know, giving Tannehill not a full pass, but, you know, the, the screen play and the drop fumble, I can't get around either one of those. That was a good play by the guy, but I think Quiz got to do a little bit better there too. But mm. my ding-dong, I'm bringing that all up, is because I still feel like my man Todd Downey was a ding-dong. I don't, I don't see any reason why Tannehill should have threw the ball 32 times in this game. They could have. Yeah, Belichick in it all the way in this game until they proved that they could stop us from running the football. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to say that. Timely bad calls for me. You can say it every game, but this is why they lost. But, but Well, and besides the turnovers, <laughs> which is a lot. They ran for 201 yards. 4.8 yards per rush. Yeah. 4.8. So, so if I run it three times, I, I got first down. And then some. Yeah, I'll throw a little pass in there every now and then. You throw a curl out. Oh, and, the, and another part of the ding-dong is, you know, offensive coaches and coordinators put in, you know, they script their plays to a certain extent. There's always adjustments. Script in, and now he's not in the lineup. But I said it two games ago. Julio got touched the ball the first two or three series. I'm sorry. Matter of fact, I really feel like he should touch the ball uh, the first series. Just to get him into the flow of the game. I don't care if it's a quick out. I remember Arthur Smith used to do this. He just throw the quick out almost the first play of the game. It's like a five-yard out. Boom. I'm like, man, dang, why is he doing that? But, you know, you now you're in second and five. I'm thinking that's what he's thinking. No, he's trying to make sure, hey, we're going to get you involved. Even if, you know, if it's a time from here, we want to make sure that they, we want to see how they're playing you, what they're doing. We, you know, you just want to keep, hey, man, we got you. Uh, so I think he understands that a little bit better than Downey. Well, maybe a lot better. Uh, I think uh, because there's no r- rhythm and flow to the play calling. You get exposed when things like this happen. And when I say that is because you're supposed to be calling for the next play and the next play and the next play, setting up a play. When I say, I think they just say it's third and six, and he goes and just looks at a playlist and say these plays will work on third and six versus defense, whatever they call, mm-hmm. and he just picks one, and it's not any rhyme or reason to the actual play call. Uh, 
because even if it's incomplete, you want to say, well, we got to see what they're going to do there. Now we're going to do this next time. Mm-hmm. And I, I just don't feel like that. that's there. Let's get uh, – we'll get Lucas in my ding-dong in just a minute. Jill's, and then we got a whole bunch of – It could be because you just don't have players that can, you know, big-time playmakers sure. out there. And, uh, yeah, Westbrook Aquino got to catch that ball. Yes. There, <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, it hit both of his hands, both of his the arms, ground his entire the... torso, and his leg before he hit the ground. Oh, man. It's like it was stuck to him, and he just repelled it from himself. Let's get uh, repelled it. Joseph in Smyrna <laughs> wants to share a ding-dong with us. Hey, Joseph, uh, tell us about your ding-dong. Man, I got uh, ding-dong for Trevor Lawrence. Man, what do you got to lose? Throw it to the wide-open fan in the end zone. What play is he referring to, Trevor Lawrence? Uh, you know, we watched the Titans. What, what happened? Uh, he, he just he dropped his own mic. Throw okay. it to the open man in the end zone. They struggled. Yeah, I, A lot of people expected maybe they would get that bounce back yesterday. They got bounced by yeah. the Texans. Yeah, the Texans, uh, they kick return, right? Had a kick return. Yeah, had a 98-yard kickoff yeah. return. Davis Mills played pretty well. Yeah, he did. Kind of outperformed the other rookie quarterback out there. Uh, mm. I know we got oh, a bunch yeah. of other phone calls. It is Ding Dong of the Week. Lucas, would you like to share your Ding Dong? And then I will share. I have a multiverse of Ding Dongs today. I'm like Spider-Man. Yeah, <laughs> timely. Uh, I've got a That's who Spider-Man's out. Yeah, we'll, we're yeah. not, we won't ignore it. We know we got a lot of people on. We haven't forgotten you. I've got a double ding-dong going back from Thursday night football to a late afternoon game on Sunday. Okay. Uh, got to go back to Brandon Staley. Uh, still can't believe the Chargers went for it five times on fourth down in a game that, especially in the first half, was begging for field goals. And that would have won you the game if you had hit just one of those field goals or attempted just one. And lumping him in with John Harbaugh, who leads the Ravens on a comeback and goes for two at the end rather than kick the extra point and send it to overtime with all the momentum. I get it. You're playing the Packers. You don't want to risk giving the ball to Aaron Rodgers. I felt like in that moment they should have just kicked the extra point, sent it to overtime with Tyler Huntley in there at quarterback. Yeah, he definitely evaded my ding-dong because I did not like I was watching that game live. I did not. I think he just came in there with a the mindset that I'm going to go for it every time, thinking it was going to be a high-scoring game because you're playing the Chiefs, mm-hmm. and the game ended up not being that high-scoring like that. It was, I think the final score was 31-28 in overtime, but it was 14-10 at half. Yeah. He had already botched a couple fourth downs, in my opinion. He should have kicked the field goals. Uh, that's, where, that's where you come in with the mindset, and then you then as the game flows, you determine, eh, no, nah, this is not the time. You adapt. I'm going to kick the, right, you adapt. Right. He didn't do it. And he can make up all the excuses he wants to, but that – those were the wrong plays, in. and you know some of the he could have went for some of them, but it, um, no, not all of them. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. Uh, here, let's get Ty in Greenbrier. We'll share his ding dong before mine. Hey, Ty, what's going on, man? Thanks for checking in to Blaine and Mickey. What's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Doing great. Hey, good, good. Uh, I played just high school football. That's it. But as well, watching the fight yesterday, the Westbrook. Uh, the Westbrook catch, I mean, aren't you, like, uh, taught in middle school, like, get to the first down marker, then turn? You get what I'm saying? Yeah, he, um, didn't, he didn't run around deep enough. And, yeah, it, yeah. It, that's what it, uh, it felt like, just not deep enough. You know what I mean? And that's mm-hmm. like, you know, that's been coaching, but, like, that's on you. You know, you can say that's coaching, but go to the, the seven-yard, you know, get there, you know? So yeah. That's all my ding-dong was, man, get there, you know? Get there with your ding dong. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's what Dyson was saying. You at least got to get your heels to the the first down marker. Yep. I think is what he said is what they were taught, and then uh, that way you at least have a chance to turn and at least be able to put the ball, you know, out there in front of the first down or c- catch it into your body, which mm-hmm. you always talk about. That's how he is anyway. The way he, yeah. That's, it, <laughs> so your body is at the line, and when mm-hmm. it hits your body, it hits the line. Yeah. 
And they got a great spot, by the way. Oh, which yes. is a horrible spot. For it to even be an issue, he was a, he he was was a make yard short of the line. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was on the other side, side of the line, line, and he was on the other side. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Almost a bad call worked in our favor. That would have been hilarious. That would have been hilarious. Uh, I, I've got multiple ding-dongs, like I said. Just Urban Meyer, a ding-dong eternal for basically speaking this soon and saying the things that he said, basically saying the whole world is soft, and that's why things didn't work for him. Uh, Penny and Memphis basketball and everything that happened with that whole deal. and then him I saying somebody was playing with me, man. I said, what? How, can it, how did it take so long? I don't know. Well, this everything about well, this. Memphis was actually here though, right? Yes. Oh, okay. It's a hotel. Really sure. Oh yeah. Tennessee taking, was warming up. They're yeah. taking pictures with fans in the hotel lobby. So it was like an hour before the game. Because I, I almost exactly yeah. an hour before. When Lucas was still oh, in bed. Man. Heard earlier today at that time. And tickets for the game. Just everything about it. Him saying, "Well, my guys told me they were vaccinated." I asked him before the season, and they said, "Yeah, we're vaccinated." Then <laughs> I just then I didn't even think about it anymore. <laughs> Look, I get it. He's a basketball no, coach. Oh yeah, he gets a ding dong. He, he but lied. that's a ding dong. No, yes, Eli. that's yes. You that, that yes, ding dongery. And here's the other thing: he covering up for the players. As much as I want to see Memphis and Tennessee play in everything because it's fun, keep Penny Hardaway and Rick Barnes away from each other. I don't want to hear any more about them playing as long as either one of them is there. Why is that? I just don't want to because it never ends they well. They don't like each other. No, well, I know they. they and Barnes like, still talking about it. Well, no, they played one time, right? Didn't they? Tw- uh, twice. Yeah. Twice. No. Yeah, they got in a uh, like a little debate via the media. Yes. Just, just well, no. That's why you have to play it. I know, but they're not going build to build the hatred. I know. I, I, Rick Barnes. As long as Penny Hardaway is there, Rick Barnes is done. It, it ain't happening. Memphis. Nope, it, it's not happening. Yeah. Well, this is where the athletic director says, "Yes, it is." And you set your ego to the side, <laughs> and we will be playing there because it'd be very AD beneficial uh, for us to do that. I would behoove you uh, to kind of make that happen. I'll help you and assist you if you need. So, yeah. Sometimes you, you can't you can't let coaches dictate how you're going to run your your athletic program. Uh, you're you're oh, over the athletic director is over all the sports, and that's how I would approach it. And that's a nice way of saying, "Hey, man, I you know let's think about this a couple of days, and then we'll get back to this." You could bring that thing to Bridgestone or play a neutral site game where they just pay oh, you regardless. You could make money every year on make the this game. Happen. You, you could go with hey, this is great for recruiting. This is, this is a, a rivalry within the you know state of Tennessee. Hey man, hey, I don't like a lot of the other ads, but I'm cool with them. We sit in the room <laughs> together. Yeah. All right, my last ding dong is the recruit who had who flew from uh, where Indiana to Dallas to have a press conference to say that he was going to have another press conference. It was sponsored by Takis, the hot snacks. You like those things? Oh, every now and then, my, <laughs> my, my stomach don't. But he flew. Yeah, was do. it Indiana? That he flew from? What? He flew from somewhere in the Midwest to Texas to have a press conference. To, and he got there and he said, I'm announcing uh, in a couple of days. And then he picked Kentucky. He's like 6'8 wow. offensive lineman. But he had a press conference to say he was going to have a press conference. But it was sponsored by Takis. He, mm. As someone tweeted, he committed to snacks. Hey. <laughs> All right, we come back. We'll hit Six, the phone. Go play at Kroger Field. Boom, there you go. We'll be Kroger right back. <laughs> 